if you know your why, you pulled out some of maybe your strengths from that, then you can literally develop a different way to talk about, you know, the sales conversation. I know for me, it was a powerful agreement. Somebody else I know was like the favor just from knowing their why. So you literally change the filter, the perception of different things because you know your why. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm serial entrepreneur and investor, Emmy Kirshner. And I'm known for sprinkling just a little bit of glitter throughout the streets of Philadelphia and on the stages that I speak while I help creative entrepreneurs stop struggling as the overworked admin in their business and become the CEO of their multi-six and seven-figure businesses. What has fascinated me over the years are the stories of success and failure that courageous entrepreneurs who have put it all on the line face as they change lives, disrupt industries, and become incredible leaders themselves. So if you're looking for a community of engaged entrepreneurs, and you'd love to get some resources and tools that can help you fast track your business, I invite you to join the Tribe of Leaders Facebook group. The link is in the show notes if you want to connect with us. And of course, the group is free to join. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Tribe of Leaders. Today, I have my very special guest, Jen O'Donnell, who has had an incredible journey and started her career off as a registered nurse and shifted gears into being and leading direct sales companies and now has started her entrepreneurial journey with Elevate Leadership and now has started her entrepreneurial journey with Elevate Leadership and is helping people in the direct sales industry become leaders and of their teams and grow their businesses. So Jen, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to chat with you today and share some amazing like nuggets with your audience too. Yeah, and like, I'm really curious, what made you choose to become a nurse? One, and then two, how did you get into direct sales? Because that's like a huge shift. Yeah. Well, so honestly, when I was looking at like jobs that I wanted to have, I knew I wanted to have something that made good money. And I knew I wanted something that didn't keep me sitting and that would entertain my, my mind. My mind, honestly, I wanted something that was interesting. So nursing was very fascinating to me because it's always different, right? Mm -hmm. And I do like to help people. So that was a key thing in this as well. And so I started in nursing, but I, I really like literally quickly, I learned that it was not the best place for me. And I had been introduced to a direct sales company through the product. And my consultant one day said, would you listen to some information about the business for a coach purse? And I was like, well, I love designer purses and you know, it's my day off and I will totally help you and just listen. And I wasn't looking for anything else in my life, but I was secretly like frustrated with what I was doing. And I was exhausted because I worked night shift and I would work 12 hour shifts. And I had just had my son. So I was trying to navigate how to be a mom. My husband works seven days a week, swing shifts all the time. And so I was navigating that, how to function as a human being while working night shift. And here pops in this opportunity 
where I got to hear of a woman that just had this life where you could travel, you could go anywhere you want, you could work your business literally from anywhere instead of being cooped up in one location. And there was really cool perks along the way. And I'm a big freedom and flexibility person. So I think when you know what you value in life, it makes it easier to speak to somebody. And she was literally like speaking to me. So everything I wanted, vacation, traveling, freedom and flexibility, that fun piece of it, and then the leadership piece. And it really intrigued me. And so I was like, well, why not? (laughs) Like, what's there to lose? I still have my nursing degree. I am still going to work as a nurse. But if I do something like this, who who knows where it's going to take me? Honestly, I can't predict the future. And so that was 10 years ago. And I left nursing probably about five or six years ago. And and it was the most amazing time to literally like retire (laughs) and go to my manager and say, hey, guess what? You know, I moved up into leadership in my direct sales company and I do not need to work here anymore. And I, um, I'm going to move on to like better things. So it was pretty like a sweet spot for me. That's amazing. So you really didn't hesitate in leaving or or starting your business essentially with the direct sales and the nursing, finding that balance. Like I've talked to some nursing students just because my kids are college age and like, that's a really intense program. That's not just like go to school and party. Yep. It's like practically, you know, getting your medical degree. Yeah, it's super intense. I I had some really hard moments during nursing school because how intense it was. And it was very challenging to work. I had to work a job while I was able to study at the same time for a chunk of that job because I needed to focus so much. It really is like you just, you don't have a life while you're in nursing school, but it develops incredible grit and perseverance because Mm -hmm. people are not nice. Nursing instructors are not nice always, most of them. They want to really, we, I think that's my thing. They want to weed out the people that can't take it because it's going to, doctors are hard. (laughs) Um, People are hard. I mean, they're sick. They don't feel good. They're miserable. They're upset. They're scared. And they say crazy things when they're under those circumstances. So if you're taking all that in from, you know, personally, like that can really weigh on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you have to, I think that was a benefit though, to like, when I look back at my journey now, like nursing was a pivotal piece because it really helped me to develop that grit and that work ethic because you are working nonstop, no matter what you do, it could be charting and you're still working. And it's very like, it's mentally and emotionally draining on you. And it's Mm -hmm. physically draining as well, because you're doing a lot with your body. I had to lift people that were like, way beyond my weight. So even that. So it's like going to the gym and you've got to be super smart at the same time. Right. I got a great workout every time. I. <laughs> Here's the thing too. Like I've known a lot of people that have been in direct sales and this is what I love about your story. And what I think makes it unusual is that a lot of people get into direct sales and they don't do a lot. And and from that, I mean, they don't do a lot of business or they don't take the action that it takes time to build your business in direct sales. It does. It's not a instantaneous overnight type of thing where like you're making a ton of money. It builds on each other and you can, you did have, I think some really nice bonuses, but it wasn't something that happened in six months. No, you almost, I've literally trained myself to think like the farmer 
Like you have to plant, you're planting seeds every time you work. This is literally for any entrepreneur as well. Like you're planting seeds every time you do an activity. And then if you keep consistent with it over time, you'll eventually harvest that and, and things will come to you. But really like direct sales network marketing, it's a, it's a social business. It's a relationship business. And so I wanted, I think that was the funnest part about what I did was I got to meet like the most incredible women that I would have no reason to meet otherwise. And you got to hang out with them and build relationships with them, get to know them and their families. And I really enjoyed that tremendously. So if you go in from that approach, Mm -hmm. I'm there to like serve you. I'm there to hang out with you, like give you a break from your everyday life just for a little bit of time while I'm with you. Like it changes, it, it helps you with that farmer mentality of, you know, if I help enough people get what they want, same way if you're growing a team, if I help enough people get what they want, eventually like things will happen for me. I just got to stay the course. You know, I just have to keep going no matter like what my eyes are seeing because we're visual people. We like results. We like to see through our senses, but our senses are deceiving at the same time because usually things are happening under the surface that you can't see. And I can definitely see that in my journey. Like there was things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. I didn't see how I was growing all the time or things that were happening mm-hmm. had I quit or given up. And I think that's why a lot of people, they don't do much because their belief is very low. Their self-confidence is very low. Like you have a ton of personal growth in this, this industry. That's why I like it so much. If you just keep going, your confidence, your belief will change over time as you keep building, but most people stop before they see that change. Yeah. So what was it about you? Was it this grit that you have from being in nursing that allowed you to kind of push through that? Cause I'm sure you didn't have overnight success. Oh, I definitely didn't have overnight. I had a lot of failure. I literally, even as a leader, I had a ton of failure, ton of setbacks, ton of obstacles. I literally had to reframe my mindset many, many times. I got caught up in stuff that held me back and prevented me from probably moving forward faster. And then I did have great success here and there because I just changed certain things, but you do, it takes time. But I would say, I mean, from like when I was a child, I had to be strong, just like my life circumstances. I had to be strong. I had to develop some grit along the way. And I think now that I I like can see my journey and I know my why in life, that's what I do for leaders. Now I help strengthen determined leaders because I had to be strong through most of my life and I had to be determined. Mm -hmm. I'm very strong-willed. My parents would always say that they didn't always like that. (laughs) Guess what? It has benefited me many, many times over, but that has set me up for where I am today. Mm -hmm. What do you think your biggest strength is? My biggest strength is probably collaborating with people. I'm a good encourager. I'm a really good encourager. So I can be a a good cheerleader for you. I can build your belief. I can pour into you and pour into belief if you don't see it yourself. But I'm very good at collaborating with people. It's, It's one of my favorite things to do. It's just like, you know, when I would be with people, build relationships with my customers, that collaboration, that connection piece is just a huge part of me. Awesome. And how are you taking all of your skills and helping your clients now? Because there's so many aspects that you can use to develop the clients that you're working with so that they can be leaders. 
Yeah. Well, I would say like a lot of my journey. So a lot of the things that I bring in to what I do as a coach is a piece that impacted me along my journey. I'm good at reflection. So like I I can look back at my journey and see like where I hit roadblocks, like things I didn't understand why they went wrong or where I failed, things that I did really well in and I succeeded really fast in. And so a lot of my pain points, a lot of my successes, I kind of go back over those and figure out what did I do different? What was my mindset around that? And so then I bring that in to my teaching, to my coaching, to help figure out where somebody's struggling, like where are they holding back? Maybe that I was holding back at the same time because I can see themselves in me. And and so I bring a a lot of my knowledge just in my experience for 10 years Mm -hmm. from that. And then just things I've learned along the way, you know, I've had incredible coaches teach me about mindset for me personally, and then to teach others as well to equip them. And so all of that, it's like this big, incredible package of skills that I now get to give to other people so that they understand they they can move faster if they harness their skills with their mindset. Right, right. That's awesome. I love that. What do you have coming up on the horizon? So I have a leadership summit. So coming up in April, Mm-hmm. really excited about we're going to have one like a mini summit for the team and we're going to have a special summit for the leaders and I do this thing called the GPS formula and it is literally like digging down into your why from your experiences and crafting out your why and your how in a different way than most people they usually want a strategy around their how I give them the emotional pieces because all human behavior is tied to emotion. So that's like a piece of it that helps you to become very attractive to other people when you're out and about like talking and connecting with other people. And then we bring a host of leadership, just training in to level you up to the next leader and level up your income as well. So I'm really excited about that. We're gonna be having a new summit every, every month for the team and every 90 days for the leader. Very cool. And share with me, well, and everybody listening too, because I talk about, you know, really developing your why, connecting your why, allowing your why to drive you. Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts behind that and why it's important. Oh my goodness. I could talk all day about the why. The why is literally like, it really is. It is the, I call it a GPS because without your why, how do you know where to go? How do you know who to talk to? Like, how do you know who's your perfect fit. And, and I remember learning in direct sales, like your why kind of like a superficial why, like somebody would say, if, you know, I'm doing this for my family. And when I look back at my journey, like that wasn't that why, or like building a house or something like that, why for me wasn't strong enough. It wouldn't motivate me to work. But when I learned how to like dig deep into all of my life experiences and pick out themes like strength or your leaders, you know, or being your authentic self, different pieces. And I started to, to work with that and marinate on that. It was like rocket fuel. So your why is so important because, but it really does, it attracts people to you right? Um, because you're a different person, but I think it, it helps you to walk out your skills and your action steps easier. If you have that GPS that direction you're going in 
rather than if you don't. And then on days that it's hard and you're having some, you know, struggle, some setbacks, you bounce back a lot faster when your why is directing you compared to like anything else. Right. So it, it really like if if anything, that's where I start first because the why literally shapes everything else you're gonna do going forward. You you really can't start anywhere. Now I totally agree with you and funny, ironic, whatever. But I was just talking to a client about that today and just getting connected to her why again, because it's even when it's not hard, but you kind of get into those cycles where it's like things just aren't, they're feeling a little more grind than you want them to. If you you keep reconnecting and use it as the reframe and allow yourself to look at, you know, that purpose and how you can enact that purpose right now, you see new opportunities differently. Right. You're right. Even like if somebody doesn't like sales, like going into a sales conversation, they struggle. If you know your why and you're, you've pulled out some of maybe your strengths from that, then you can literally develop a different way to talk about, you know, the sales conversation. I know for me, it was a powerful agreement. Somebody else I know it was like the favor just from knowing their why. So you literally change the filter or the perception of different things. Right. Because you know your why. Yeah. So it's a really cool way to like, bring that into many things that you do in your business that maybe just aren't in alignment with you and how you work and how you show up. So it actually lets you show up better and differently and more powerful when you're starting from there. Yeah, absolutely. And you can use it for how you're making decisions in your business. Yeah. Yes. It really does. It like literally it's a guide to tell you, okay, I don't want to work with this person. They're not a great fit. So you literally can say no, thank you to things that are not in alignment with you. Not a great fit for you compared to before, maybe where you're in like lack mode where you're saying yes to everything and you you're all over the place. You, you can start to say no and say yes to the best. Yeah, I love it. And you can say no to opportunities that don't fit, even though they seem like great things at the time. Right, right. For me, at least I'm sure you experienced the same thing. It's not that there aren't a gajillion opportunities. It's saying yes to the ones that are going to, one, fill me up, but two, align with my purpose. Right, right. Huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference in outcome and results. <laughs> yeah, I could totally geek out on this all day. Like that. It's, it seems so simple and so not like directly related to everything, right. but if you aren't connected to your why, or you haven't really dug deep, because what I've found too, is over time, there's different layers that I've uncovered yeah. that have really helped me grow and just manifest different things right. and different experiences that if I had just kept it same thing all the time, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Pivotal move for your business, because it it does also like if you're branding yourself, you're developing your avatar, like that's all related and your brand is literally you. So if you don't know you, how do you know what your brand is? Yeah. No, it's a part of you. So you, you have to know yourself, I think. And that's a part of that confidence too, or that Mm -hmm. self-image. You have to know yourself to like, be able to keep scaling your business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Where are you now from the standpoint of you've got this really cool summit going on, like, and I guess what's next for you beyond that? I've been asking this out of of a lot of entrepreneurs, like what does 2021 look for you coming out of COVID 
hopefully the world's going to have a sense of normalcy. And even though there's really never any certainty, a sense of certainty that certain things will happen the way everybody wants them to. Yeah, I would honestly love to have a big in-person conference with a ton of leaders and their team. And so do kind of similar to our summit, but maybe, you know, a couple of days of a really big conference somewhere warm (laughs) would be great. So like, that would be my ideal thing is to get everybody back together, get everybody connecting and just get away for a little bit and have a, a big conference that that impacts on a, an emotional level. Yeah, absolutely. I've been able to see a couple of friends of mine in the last couple of weeks as we're all starting to get our, our vaccines and stuff. Um, yeah. It's been so nice to see people in person and I miss that energy of the yeah. conference and speaking and it's, yeah, it, cause that stays with you for days after. Yeah. And it's just not the same, like a video is great or a Zoom is great, but it's just not the same. Just like you said, like the energy is different. So there's just something about getting away from your environment and your distractions mm-hmm. and being with people while you're you're at a conference that's totally different. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm just curious too, circling back to the grit piece of your nursing experience, what else about nursing has really helped you or informed you with how you help your clients today or how you view leadership? Well, I learned how to delegate. um, (laughs) That was important. That was a must, or I would be just running like crazy all the time. So delegation was a good thing, which in leadership, you need to delegate to be a better leader. I mean, you have, you can't, you have to work in your zone of genius. So I always say work in your zone of genius. That's definitely something I learned as a nurse that there were certain skills that I could do and certain skills I could do, but weren't really great for me. Somebody else could do those. So that was a a key piece as well. And I would say like, same thing. I, I met so many people, so many different personalities in nursing. And I think that piece in itself, just meeting people. I mean, you had a new patient. Every time I went into work, I usually had somebody new And sometimes I had to do crazy procedures to them. So I had to get acquainted with them really fast (laughs) to be able to do these weird things. And so that, that literally helped me when I would meet new people or even now as I meet new people and I'm usually, I do group coaching. So I'm in front of a lot of people. And so going in in front of, you know, a room of family and patient and having to kind of speak to them, educate, um, that definitely that was, that was a piece on my journey that definitely helped me along the way. So, so you're really good at building that rapport and that trust fast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great because then people start to open up and you can just see where you can fill those gaps for them. Right. Usually people will say I'm very calm and relaxing to them. So they're able to open up to me quickly, which is good. That's what you need with a coach that, that rapport, that trust right away. Cause sometimes you go deep. And I know when I get into the why exercise, like we're going, we're digging for gold. So we're going to get deep. And I usually share a little bit about my story too. So I will go deep and be vulnerable. Awesome. Awesome. I want to switch gears a little bit. Share with me a little bit about master your emotions and step into your dream life. What that is, how people can get it. Well, so how they can get it, they can actually go on my website to get that. 
Yeah, but mastering your emotions really, you know, I think just like I said before, we live from our senses. So, you know, our emotions literally dictate the actions, the behaviors we take. So if they're all jumbled up and we're all over the place with our emotions, one day we're feeling really incredible about our business. The next day we're feeling awful about our business, like you're all over the place. So if you really harness in and work with your emotions and let them work for you instead of against you, then you can really get things done in your business. And so I just do some little, little things that help to just harness those emotions, stop looking from maybe your senses and in, you know, anything you get emotionally tied to, it'll eventually be expressed. So we want to really harness those so that your brain starts working for you instead of against you. So that's a a big thing, but that's definitely, that's on my website. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll have the link for that in the show notes too. So cool. And I would definitely suggest everybody checking that out because it's interesting once you start working on your mindset and mastering your emotions, there's so many layers to that as well. Oh yeah. And I think it makes it, I think when you marry, I'm very big on teaching a lot about your brain, teaching a lot about the mindset and then teaching the skill piece. Because I think if you teach a ton of skill and very little mindset, or you don't understand how your brain's working, your mind's working, you miss out on moving quicker in your business because the mindset piece is literally the foundation to your skills. So instead of taking forever to get to your goals, you can marry it with the mindset, get really clear on that and move a lot faster. And I know that was a a huge piece of all, all my successes. It was because I started to change my paradigm around mindset and it like accelerated my skills. It's like a miracle. Everything I did, it was like a miracle because it accelerated yeah. my skills and I didn't really change too much of my skills. Yeah. That's amazing. Where can everybody connect with you? And they can find me on my website. They can find me on Facebook. I have a, a private Facebook group for women entrepreneurs, for leaders and their team in direct sales and network marketing. I'm very active on there. I connect with everybody and try to help them out, support them in any way that I can. So that's a a really great, great place. And LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. Awesome. Jen, this has been so amazing. And I'm so grateful that we've had some time to just hang out and chat, get to know you and everything that you've shared. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much, Emmy. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am so grateful for each and every episode that you tune in and listen to. And I hope that you get a ton of value that you can implement starting today. And I do have just a quick favor. If you wouldn't mind hopping on to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review, it would help us tremendously so that the Tribe of Leaders podcast can be found more easily and help inspire other entrepreneurial leaders. 